0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk It Out. This is your host, Indiana and today we are continuing with session 17 of Bible study. So let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful. Enkindle in us the fire of your love send forth your spirit lord and you shall renew the face of the earth amen okay so we are starting with matthew chapter 25 and we are starting with session 17 so open up your bibles to matthew chapter 25 so today we're going to be talking about the parable of the ten virgins Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise, the foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he sent a reply Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Okay, so let us pause here and let us go back to everything that we just read, which is a lot. So, obviously, here uh, again, speaking in parables um, and. Here we have ten virgins. So who are the ten virgins? Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lands, brought no oil with them. Meaning, in other words, they were not prepared. So you can write down, down on your notes, uh, brought no oil with them. And then on the side you can write, uh, they were not prepared. But the wise brought flask of oil with their lamps, meaning they were prepared. So we can write down down on here. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. So, uh, meaning they weren't uh, aware. In other words, at midnight there was a cry: "Behold, the bridegroom! Come out to meet him!" Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. So who is him with uh, God? Then the door was locked. And afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Okay, so um, here we go back again. So the foolish and the wise, uh, whether two are basically distinguished by good deeds and lack of them and lack of them and such deeds may be signified by the oil of this parable so um where it says uh where god says i do not know you meaning they had time to prepare these ten virgins had time to prepare for what for uh the coming of the lord for the coming of Uh, jesus so they had time five of them were foolish and five of them were wise and the wise ones were were prepared and the foolish ones uh were not ready so um you might say well hey you know the wise ones weren't considerate they didn't give them oil they should have gave them oil but uh in reality uh they knew what was going to happen but they chose not to listen So the wise ones, therefore, told them, go and get your own oil. So it was too late already and the door was closed. So an easy way of explaining this parable is basically be prepared for the day and the time that the Lord is coming back. Now, I always say this. We do not know when Jesus is going to come back. We do not know the second coming. We do not know the date or the time. But we do not know when we're going to die either. So we're all going to die. You know that. Everyone knows that. We're all going to die someday, sometime. We do not know when. But if you did, you would have the opportunity to be ready, right? Right? I mean, might as well be ready and and get to know God now. Um, So that is basically what the parable is about. Being prepared for the time that the Lord is coming. So let us continue with Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. The parable of the talents. It will be as when a man who was going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them to one he gave five talents to another two to a third one to each according uh, to his ability then, then he went away immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five likewise the one who received two made another two but the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. And he said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant, since you were faithful in small matters. I will give you great responsibilities. Come and share your master's joy. Then The one who had received two talents came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. Scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him, and give it to the one with ten. For, everyone, for to everyone who has more will be given. And he will grow rich. But from the one who has not. Even what he has. Will be taken. And. Um, throw this useless servant in the darkness outside. Where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. So um yes i'm sorry let's go back here yeah now then take the talent from him and give it to the one with 10 for to everyone who has will be given and he will grow rich but from the one who has not even what he has will be taken and throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth and we end this uh here so let us go back and uh reflect on this uh part of the bible so we go here and we see that uh there were talents given and most of them used them wisely but the one who had the talent never used it so it was uh taken from him so he gave it to the one who had many talents because he did make use of them so there's many times where god gives us um let's just say uh gifts and talents for his glory and sometimes uh God will take them away if we do not use them according to his will. So, uh let us continue with the judgment of the nations when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled Before him, And he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me naked and you clothed me ill and you care for me in prison and you visited me then the righteous will answer him and say lord when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you when did we see you ill or in prison and visit you and the king will say to them in reply amen i say to you whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine you did to me for me and then he will say to those on his left depart from me you accursed, into into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels for i was hungry and you gave me no food i was thirsty and you gave me no drink a stranger and you gave me no welcome naked and you gave me no clothing ill and imprisoned and you did not cure for me then They will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not and not minister to your needs? He will answer them. Amen. I say to you, whatever or what you did not for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life wow okay so i think this is really 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 straightforward and to the point so um let's go back so jesus once again uh comes in and talks about the judgment of nations and um and when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him he will sit upon his glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled so, um now let us ask ourselves as Christians, we go back here to Matthew's uh chapter 25, 25 verse 35 for I was hungry and you gave me food, I was thirsty and you gave me drink, a stranger and you welcomed me, naked and you clothed me, ill and you cared for me, in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, When did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them and reply, Amen. I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. So as Christians or as people who are uh, obviously getting to know God, let us ask ourselves, What have we done for others? And as Christians, let us ask ourselves, have we treated our brothers and sisters not only in Christ, but I mean everyone, even outside of church, with love and respect? Have we reflected Christ in our lives? I know there's many times that sometimes, you know, when we're driving, there's people who really You know get to us so we kind of had to remind ourselves and i've been there as well i uh obviously instead of cursing them or you know saying things uh send them blessings so that is what it says in here send them blessings instead of curses or cursing um so i think as christians we have to remind ourselves every day how are we treating our brothers and sisters? How are, we, how are we treating everyone around us? Are we treating them with love and respect? Are we reflecting that we have Christ in our lives and not treating them like garbage or treating others like garbage? If you say you're a Christian and you're treating everyone in church like they're garbage, then you're not reflecting that you have Christ price in your life. So it's something that we have to uh as people, not only as Christians, but as people reflect, are we treating others with respect in the way that we act, in the way that we speak, and how uh we I guess present ourselves to them, um are we treating them with love and respect? And whenever they need something from us, if we can help them, be there for them or give them a word of encouragement. And not be judgmental so that is something that we have to ask ourselves as Christians if we are treating others like Christ treated others and are we reflecting that we have Christ in our lives so um, that's a question you have to ask yourselves including me it's really hard trust me sometimes I think where I really get irritated a lot is when I drive (laughs) and uh yeah today i was driving and you know i just it's really annoying when people cut you off and do all these things when they're driving and you kind of have to like wait and pause and reflect on that moment and think about the fact that first you're a christian and second you're supposed to reflect that you have christ in your life which is hard but just to have that moment of reflection and kind of remind yourself send them blessings instead of curses um i think that's important and and also if we see a homeless person in the street or someone who is in need and if we can help them if we are able to now it's not something that's required if you're not able but if you do have the resources or the money or whatever it is that you can do to help them then do it right so Whatever you do to others, you do on to Christ. So let us end with prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for another day of life. I thank you for this moment of prayer and Bible study. I thank you for everyone who is listening to my podcast. I ask you, God, to bless them, to guide them, to uh, give them wisdom, to give them um, all the graces that they need and that we may reflect that we have you in our lives and help us, God, and forgive us for our sins to continue to live our mission in this life. In Jesus' name, amen.